0: Coming up, Meg Crofton retires. Merry Christmas, Pete. A man is suing SeaWorld for automatically renewing his annual pass, and Disney starts to break their silence on Star Wars in the theme parks. Also coming up later, we'll talk about our favorite Christmas events in Orlando, all that and much more on this episode of the Diz Unplugged. Oh, I forgot to say From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. I will pick that out first. <laughs> That's great. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 762 for the week of December 16th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts in helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, This is our final show of 2014. After this, we're going to return on January 6, 2015. Uh, My name is John Magi, in case you didn't know that, and I'll be your host this week. Pete and Dustin are both in California on a Disneyland backstage magic adventure, uh, and they will be back. And Craig is looking at me like something's really bad over there. We're all good. Kevin is actually not feeling good this week, so he will not be joining us, but I do want to introduce the rest of our Orlando team. Sitting to my right, Kathy Whirling, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Lynn Knopp, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, running around like a madman, He's standing. Craig, I he, used to, he doesn't get a last I name. He's like a DJ back there. He doesn't get a last
1: name. Uh, again, I just... <laughs> It's like running back (laughs) and dancing. (laughs)
0: Ping-ponging. Again, I want to remind everyone that this is our last show of 2014. Um, We are going to take a few weeks off so we can enjoy the time with our family and friends. And our next show will be January 6, 2015. Speaking of shows, starting next year, we have some new shows on the books that are going to be uh, put out. Yeah, you heard that. Daniel. there was a rumor about that. I I heard that rumor. Uh, Beginning January 7th is going to be The Trip with Jenny, Lynn, and Teresa. (laughs) And that's going to be 1 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> laughing at Craig right there. <laughs> Which I think the trip, I mean, that sounds like a really great name for a show. I'm hoping it's just 30 minutes of you falling down. It is. But I don't believe it. <laughs>
1: tripping either. in several different ways. Any <laughs> way you want to use anyway. that. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Uh, also, the Universal Show with Craig Williams will return January 8th at 1 p.m. Yay. And there's other sort of people involved in that. I don't have the list of everyone's names. Other people. So, you know, go back and listen to an old show and figure that out. Um, I also want to mention our Disneyland edition of our show. Be sure to tune in for the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. New episodes air each Thursday on DizUnplugged.com, or you can subscribe to their show via iTunes. This week, listener Brian, who apparently has no last name. (laughs) Who? Karakne. All right. This week, Brian returns with a trip report from from his Disneyland vacation. And the team shares some experiences with the new FastPass, and dining package options for Fantasmic at Disneyland Park.
1: I'm going to start listening to their show one day, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would appreciate that. <laughs> one day when I'm not one busy. Day. They
2: seem like such nice people, right? Me um, too. <laughs>
0: That's all I have for housekeeping this week, believe it or not. I was wondering if anybody else had some housekeeping they'd like to talk about.
2: Um we could thank Jamie and Jim Newmeyer for the peanut butter fudge. We can. Sugar at the table. Yes.
0: Very tasty. Thank you guys very much. Yes.
2: It's very good. It's their secret recipe. It's not in the cookbook. Secrets present. in the sauce. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. I have one. Um we've we actually started posting a lot of the um the contributors that have been uh, writing for us uh, lately. So there's, um, they're going up every day. Uh, one posted yesterday was how magically sluggish Wi-Fi made my Disney experience perfect, which is, which is doing very well. That, you know, everybody is consumed with their phones and electronic devices, so having a terrible Wi-Fi experience. Um, kind of help Enhance their vacation. And um, there are some others. Uh, do you remember the first time? Um, uh, one band's dream, my Walt would have loved the idea of magic bands. Uh, what to expect when you're expecting at Disney. So check these out. We put them up, put them up on the homepage and the update section and also Facebook. So they're really good.
0: you want to remind people about the uh, process for doing these and how they get picked? And
3: Well, we've closed it. We have a lot of people that signed up. So everybody that has signed up, you, um, you should have received an email uh, that you've been approved. Um, if you haven't, um, send me an email, I guess. Look in the show notes <laughs> for my email. Um, but pretty much everybody has been approved, with the exception of a few that, that really didn't, um, didn't give an explanation on why you want to write for us or any background on your bio or anything. So um, we have everybody set. but you, you need to respond to us with certain information that I asked for, and then you're good to go.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Corey. Anybody else have any housekeeping? No. <laughs> Thanks for being a team player, Teresa. All right, so then I guess we'll move on. We're going to talk about our poll results from last week. Uh, last week we asked if you would sail on a Disney, on a cruise line other than Disney, and a lot of you said you would, believe it or not. 62% said yes. They've either sailed on another cruise line or would consider it. 16% said they were, quote, Disney only. And 22% said maybe they would consider it. Hmm. What do you guys think? I know, pretty sure everybody here except for Jenny Lynn. Have you been on another cruise line besides Disney? Only Disney. Okay. I haven't either. You haven't either.
3: I've been on Celebrity. And that was a change, but it was just uh, me and Julie, so it was we enjoyed it.
4: What's the primary difference?
3: It was very formal. Mickey. Oh. It was a, it was a mad cruise, and it was very formal.
0: Celebrity tends to skew to an older demographic and people who are again a little bit more. They like to dress up for dinner. They like their dinners to be a little more formal. Um, As you know, Kevin and I travel Royal Caribbean all the time. We love it. We think it's a great cruise line. It's a great alternative for us to travel. You know, it's all about preference. And I think that once people are willing to you know say i've done enough disney let me try something else i don't think you're going to go anywhere and just dis- be disappointed
4: is it very formal on royal caribbean
0: no oh, actually okay. royal caribbean is um it can be formal if that's how you choose to cruise if not it could be very casual it's mm. a very much cruise your own way experience okay i
4: like that
3: there's also a drink package you can buy right it's a
0: drink package you can buy there's a casino i heard uh, I understand that right. <laughs> there's my time dining, which means you don't have to go to the, the the restaurant at the same time every night, and you don't have to sit with the same people every night. There's a whole bunch of different options. For and you. there's oh.
2: all the different restaurants besides the main dining rooms that you can Correct. choose to dine at. No, so Quantum's like. now at Port Canaveral,
0: huh? Quantum's stopping in Port Canaveral uh, as part of their uh, itinerary, but they haven't repositioned permanently yet, I don't believe. Oh. I could be wrong about that. Oh, okay. Is anyone watching the Chatterati to, to will probably say I'm wrong?
3: I thought I saw something on the news, but maybe it could have been that they were stopping there. I know. Yeah, one of
0: their parts of call is okay. right now All right. on their current itinerary. Uh, each week, we pick a winner from our poll, a random winner, and this week, it's Anne Rees. Anne, I don't know you. I don't have Facebook. I know nothing about how to get you your prize. Uh, go to your mailbox and wait. <laughs> And hopefully it'll show up one day.
3: Go your mailbox and wait. Not the mailbox in your front mailbox yard. Mailbox at the lake house. Yeah. Just sit
0: there and <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ken Reeves will send you your, your gifts. Uh, we don't have a poll for this week because we're not going to have a show until the beginning of the year. So I was told at least they don't have to do that part of it. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> What's the matter? Nothing. You're just, am I doing okay? just lame as awesome. I am. I'm not lame. Today's awesome. Oh my I gosh. Have to do that. I need to start over <laughs> from the Bob Marley scene. All right. Um, let's move on to the news. Um, usually I read the news, as you folks know. I've asked Kathy Rowling to read the news this week to give me a break. And give you all a break from hearing me. So let's
2: move on to Kathy with the news. And he didn't slip in any in any of those long names that uh-huh. you can't I pronounce. I love doing that
0: for yeah, you. Yeah, that's always wrong. Okay,
2: our first news sor- story is a little sad. This happened yesterday. A Windermere, Florida woman is dead after her car collided with a Disney bus. The 29-year-old was stopped at a red light at the intersection of West Buena Vista Drive and Western Way around 2.30 a.m. Monday morning, December 15th. She drove through the light, and her Honda entered the path of the bus. She was hit on the left side by the bus, which was traveling south on Buena Vista Drive. The bus was driven by Fard Karim, 58, of Orlando. Her car spun and was hit on the right side by a Chevy Cruze driven by Jeremy Mercado of Louisiana. There were 20 people on the Disney bus. None were injured. Mercado had one passenger, and neither of those people were injured, and the name of the lady has still not been released. But according to the Diz or according to Facebook, um, she worked at Coronado Springs and she had oh just gosh. gotten off of work. I was
0: going to say at that hour, most likely it's somebody who's a cast member who is mm-hmm. going home for the night.
2: That's sad. That is very, very sad, especially at the holidays. Awesome. That's yeah. And I said, just makes you realize, you mm-hmm. know, just how fast something can happen. So, right. um, yeah, just, I feel bad for her family.
0: I realize this is someone who who probably uh, is a Florida resident and lived local, but I want to just say, as a public service announcement, if you're a vacationer here, please be extra careful and extra alert. Sometimes being on vacation, you kind of get you know vacation brain, and you might not be driving as safely as you would, or others might be not be driving as safely yeah. as they would. So just be super, super careful when you're driving, especially on Disney property. I think it's easy to kind of fall into the Disney bubble even when you're
4: Not only that, but on Disney property, the grand majority of people aren't familiar Mm. with the territory and so they're making last minute decisions about which way to turn and when to do what because they just, you know, it's that, you're you're not, you don't know what to expect what's coming up and then you might realize Mm. at the last minute you should be doing something other than what you're doing.
2: And if you're going to go up against a bus, the bus usually is always going to win so just be careful. And wear your seatbelt. Absolutely. All right. Okay. In the next news story, we have a retirement date for Disney's Meg Crofton, who I'm sure podcast listeners are very aware of.
0: This is subtitled, Yes, Pete, There Is a Santa Claus. Yes.
2: Meg Crofton, president of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, United States and France, has announced her upcoming retirement, effective June 1st, 2015. Crofton has worked for Disney for 35 years with roles in personnel, operation, and sales before becoming president of Walt Disney World in 2006. In 2011, she transitioned to her current role. Her replacement has not yet been announced. In a statement, she said, I wanted to leave while I still had plenty of juice left for the next chapter in my life. Okay, I don't know that she said that, but okay. (laughs) Well, it says, in quote,
0: she said I
2: know, but... Usually that means that wrote she that. You think that. I wrote it?
0: <laughs> Sometimes I write the quotes. You know it.
2: Chairman of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, Tom Stagg, said, there are few people within the division who have inspired as many people and made as significant an impact as Meg has.
0: And he likes her juice. Oh. Oh, my. She Why? has
2: devoted her career to nurturing countless cast members, encouraging them to achieve new heights, Coaching them to succeed and helping them down the path, no matter where they wanted it to take them. She has amassed innumerable achievements over the years, literally spanning the globe.
3: I will say this, though. You know, I don't know much about Meg or anything, but, you know, I think from, like, cast members who start out on the bottom that they can probably look at her and say, there is a possibility that I can move up in the company. Because I think she's an example of it. Mm-hmm. Whether she deserved it or not, I don't know. But I think for cast members who who are in that front-of-the-line role, you know, that there is a possibility. It might take you 35 years or 30 years or whatever, but, you know, at, you, you, could, at, you could get there.
0: Jay Rizzullo, same thing. Yeah, George Calagridis is another. George a- yep. So a lot of people started out as frontline cast members and worked their way up. Hey, listen, Disney's... Really great for that. They're really great about promoting from within and making sure people go. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what she does in the next chapter of her life. I mean, it sounds like she's not retiring for good. It sounds like she's not, you know, going to get a rocker and sit on her porch. It sounds like she's looking to do something With some else. juice. That With was some juice. With all that juice, that yeah. All yeah. All juice. That juice
1: saved that boy. She's <laughs> going to be doing something.
0: <laughs> you, you think juice is code for drinking?
2: You I don't know what it's maybe, code it's for, it
0: has but a it's little problem. so upsetting.
2: Well, who's the one that <laughs> Who's the one that retired that then came back as the head of Had the no uh, spas? I forget. was one of the vice presidents. So I see her coming back. To Disney, really? really? Yeah. Doing yeah, something? some kind, of, some kind of a role like overseeing something, like a Just consultant. Or, out towels
0: at the spa? Do you think that's what she's going to do?
2: Hopefully, better than that, and not cleaning rooms or. She'll be serving juice. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. She's,
1: she's going to be the juicer at the Grand Floridian.
2: So, on to the next <laughs> news. I quick
0: Teresa checking her phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
0: a lot, Teresa. <laughs> You wouldn't do that if Pete was here. Oh, John's hosting. I'll check my phone.
2: I was looking at the comments. <laughs> yeah, sure you were. Okay. Man sues SeaWorld for automatically renewing his annual pass. SeaWorld is being sued by a man who is an annual pass holder yeah, at their SeaWorld yeah. Orlando. Is that him?
5: Yeah, he posed for that. that. I no. I That's not the guy. Oh, that's yeah. just a random picture. He looks right kind of happy.
2: So. i need to put my glasses I think it's there. Chris Rock. Okay, Jason Herman of the St. Petersburg area said his annual pass was automatically renewed without his consent. Herman said that his credit card was charged a monthly $35 renewal fee after the pass expired. He called the company and was told that it would be automatically renewed, but he claimed that he could not find any information on the website or the pass stating that this would happen. After more searching, he did find the information online but that it said an annual pass would be renewed except when passes are paid in less than a year. He claimed he had paid his off in 11 months, so his pass should not have been renewed. Herman is suing for at least five million on behalf of the class of annual pass holders in his lawsuit, which was filed in a Tampa federal court. The lawsuit says SeaWorld routinely receives complaints from consumers seeking refunds for charges made without authorization. Yeah, so God. five million,
3: million is fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice.
4: Oh my gosh.
3: That's that's justifiable.
4: Yeah, that's right. crazy. That's, that's definitely yeah. you know an eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. You renewed my annual pass. Now you owe me five million dollars.
0: I'm sorry. This sounds like you did not read your contract. Yeah,
2: I just wow.
0: This sounds like it's in there, and you guys just didn't read it, and so now you're mad that it's being renewed automatically. Talk about frivolous lawsuits. But
2: you know, the next person would be happy that their pass was automatically yes. renewed. This guy's complaining. I mean... I like it when wine's automatically renewed. Universal
1: does that. It's just automatic. No well, worries. The one well, thing you need to start a lawsuit.
5: Well, uh, <laughs> I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure SeaWorld passes are... If it's SeaWorld only and not like Busch Gardens and everything else, I'm pretty sure their passes are only like $120. So what kind of payment plan would he have where he's spending... Thirty-five dollars yeah. a month, but it takes them eleven six weeks. Yeah. Four hundred
3: twenty bucks. I mean, is it, is it his family? That
5: doesn't add up. Yeah.
0: Also, doesn't SeaWorld do that thing where you buy one day and you get the rest of the year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, Thirty-five bucks a month. Maybe you should wait for the Fun special card.
3: buyer's remorse. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, you know, to, to make it a class action lawsuit, what that means is that anybody else who wants to pile on can, and then they split the money among the litigants Does if it have they win. Any-
4: uh, momentum? Like, are people actually joining this lawsuit? I, I mean... <laughs> it sounds really ridiculous to me. Five million dollars. like you charged
3: me 35 bucks, now my mortgage check bounced, now I'm on the
0: street. <laughs> yeah, like, where it does it go? It's like a Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed. Really sad, really fast.
2: And in other SeaWorld news, SeaWorld CEO Jim Atchison is stepping down from his position, which he has held since 2009. He will now become vice chairman and will join the board of the company's independent nonprofit conservation fund. The company's chairman, David DeLisandro, will fill in as interim CEO effective January 15th until Atchison's replacement is found. SeaWorld will be cutting jobs as well as part of a plan to cut $50 million a year in costs. An exact number of how many jobs will be lost will not, was not released. I heard there was like 300 people got their layoff notice. Yeah, that. Is
3: that a statue yeah. of a whale? Because it looks like the no, whale is up to thinking about it.
2: Him. Yeah, he's going to attack him. <laughs> and SeaWorld stocks have dropped 45% in the last year. That's, that's sad.
0: So I guess the question becomes, or maybe it's not a question, maybe it's obvious that Blackfish had a negative impact on SeaWorld this year. I think so. Yeah. It also I mean,
4: contradicts information that SeaWorld put out earlier that they were getting record attendance and pro- record profits. But now at this point to... it's not they deniable could have, obviously.
0: They could still have I mean in all honestly they could still have record attendance but their their shares could go down because they could be like hmm. you know charging less for a ticket and not having as much in park spending. So the two aren't exactly related but I well, think Well, I think that,
4: the idea is trying to put on a spin of what of a situation that isn't Completely accurate.
0: I think SeaWorld's in pr- in trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't know that his stepping down is because of this or has related to it because he's really not stepping down. He's going to another role, for sure. But I think that the fact that they're laying people off and uh, the stock is dropping, I think that speaks so it's to all Brown.
1: SeaWorld's right, not just ours. Are
4: laying off?
0: Yeah, Sea The Sea World comp- I, I don't know. You know no, I, I think, think here
4: it was three
1: hundred.
0: Here was three hundred. I think. Okay. so
4: I think Kathy's right. I th- I read that somewhere too.
0: That seems like a large oh, a percentage lot. for one park. That park, at least.
2: Yeah, And right before Christmas, to be told, you're going to be laid off. Little fish are packing their bags and going, oh, huh? well.
0: Do you think
4: no, that's a good way off? Yeah. People that were in the park are the ones. They still have their fish. They're holding on to those.
5: Well, the scariest part about it is apparently they laid off the mimes that opened up the Clyde and Seymour show, so... <laughs> For everyone who's looking for mime entertainment
2: they to, uh, <laughs> no so much you
0: call Meg Crofton because now there's an opening <laughs> now there's something she can do in retirement mime. the mime. mimes have been laid off.
2: oh my I like those mimes they're great yeah they no. were part of the show no, the one, mimes likes mime. Mime. no, no one, one likes right? mimes no one likes only there would I watch a mime or anywhere else it's like why? do you not watch mimes other places no <laughs> <laughs>
1: not this, it's
2: this. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> You're
0: do, pushing through the m- Do we think that SeaWorld can recover from this? Is this something that someone new can come in? And- the mimes? Or are you no, talking in the general? Yeah.
3: Oh, in general. The mime shortage is terrible.
2: <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I, I still think they have a message to get out there, and I think maybe they need to downsize or, you know, just start getting the word out. I think
1: they do good. I, I still believe in SeaWorld because I... God, Blackfish
3: really... I mean, it, it really gave them a black eye, though. I mean, it that, it It's did. hard to yeah. recover from that. I mean, maybe, you know, in a few years, but it's still, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's fresh. That it's going
4: to take a lot for people to forget the information that was put out there and also the way that they handled it for a long time. They just didn't address the issues that they were being confronted with. They just completely... Um, stonewalled everyone and I don't know that that was the best way to handle it because people were presenting facts that were contradicting the information that they were giving and they wouldn't engage in a conversation about the topic and then they still have the whales so you know this hasn't been really addressed at all so I'm not sure there I know that well I don't know I've been told that they can't really release these whales um they're not Able would, to go yeah, back into the they would would yeah. Exactly. But the fact remains is that they're still breeding them and there there's a question as in a lot of people people's minds as to whether that should be happening.
0: I agree with what you said it was certainly about how they reacted to it. That was mm-hmm. definitely a black eye. They've sort of done this thing now where they redid the whale enclosure and it's now a different theme and there's not the trainers aren't with them but you know I don't know if that's enough.
4: No I mean it's still the uh, the question remains is are they getting the quality of life that they should um, they don't it's it, it's a huge whale of immense intelligence and size and I don't know that we are capable. I mean, it's not that, I think everyone that works there is doing the best for these whales that they can given the circumstances, but we just might not have the capability to provide quality of life for this type of animal. I mean, a starfish? Yeah, sure. That's, starfish can probably be very happy at SeaWorld. But I don't know know that, I don't know that an orca whale, I, I question it anyways, and
2: apparently a lot of other people do. I think though, at SeaWorld, I've taken the backstage tour Where they have all the animals that, you know, like the turtles when the weather here gets cold and they bring them in. SeaWorld really is dedicated to rehabilitation. And I would hate to see SeaWorld go away or they make them stop that because I don't see anybody else doing that. I mean Disney takes some manatees when you know, they can, but SeaWorld really is dedicated to helping the animals and to get a total black eye because of what happens with the whales. No, I, I totally don't think that's agree right. with
4: you, Kathy. Their conservation and rehabilitative programs are definitely commendable. Um but I don't know that that helping and coming to the rescue of one species or animal can justify I don't want to say mistreatment because that's not how I feel. I don't feel like they're mistreating the whales. Uh, I think they're taking care of them to the best of their ability. But I don't know that that can justify um, housing an animal that... where its quality of life is compromised. The thing is, uh,
5: the hit already happened with blackfish. And since then, nothing really has been brought up except every time SeaWorld profits get mentioned. And then all of a sudden, it's blackfish gets brought up again. We're all adults. We know that our... uh, our actual attention span on anything is very short unless you're a kid you can't watch the same movie over and over and over again so blackfish might still be out there but as adults we're all going to lose attention on it because it's you know it's important to people who really love animals and uh, people in PETA who really want to save every single living thing but at some point, we all have to just go on and live. So as long as Sea World can make it the next couple of years, while it's still fresh in people's minds, they're they're going to be that, fine in the long run. It does because, have it
4: that in its favor, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so the
5: next generation about, is going to forget.
0: The only thing about that is that a lot of. Um, celebrities have taken up the cause. A lot of celebrities have said, oh, this is really bad. I saw this movie and we should then, you know, w- go against, you know, SeaWorld and I'm not going to mm-hmm. perform there and I'm not, celebrities yeah. are not performing <laughs> there. So, you know, it still seems to have a little bit of momentum in that people aren't watching the movie like they were before, yeah. but I just think it's, you know, it. we don't.
3: How many Blackfish DVDs do you think are under the tree right now? Around <laughs> the, you know, no. No, in the
0: stocking. <laughs> stocking stuffer. All right. I, we've kind of, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> through a whole nother show.
2: Okay, and for our last story, Bob Agar says Star Wars theme park attractions to be based on new films, not old. Two years after buying Lucasfilm for $4 billion, Disney is starting to reveal just how Star Wars will be integrated into the company's theme parks. Main attractions will be based on new sequels and spin-offs. The first of which, Star Wars The Force Awakens, out next year, not the older films in George Lucas's sci-fi franchise, according to Walt Disney Company chief Bob Iger. There will be a much larger Star Wars presence in our parks globally, Iger said during a question and answer at Variety's Dealmaker's Breakfast on Wednesday. But we do want to do this big, which takes time and to do it right. For Disney and its team of theme park designers and Walt Disney Imagineering, that meant waiting until director J.J. Abrams could reveal his plans for The Force Awakens. Disney could have easily started producing new rides based on the original Star Wars films, and early development on new rides did revolve around the first six Star Wars movies. But Iger didn't want a situation in which theme park guests would be disappointed with an attraction after seeing The Force Awakens. I don't want someone to say, I just saw the movie and there's nothing in that movie in this attraction, Iger said. We waited to see what this film would have in it. As a result, Iger stopped early development on theme park attractions at Imagineering. We couldn't tell them what was new, Iger said, until Abrams was finished developing and producing the sequel. I slowed it all down so that we, what we come forward with will have a blend of the past, the present, and maybe the future, referencing upcoming sequels and spin-off films. Now we have a sense of what's in Star Wars 8 and what some of the standalone films will have in them. Iger has previously said that Star Wars would have a significant presence inside the company's resorts. Why not, he asked on Wednesday. We bought the thing. We can do that now. Who?
0: We own it. <laughs> I know. It, That's some of a John these, quote again. We're gonna mess it up <laughs> as much <laughs> as we want. No, I'm only kidding.
2: The first look at the new Star Wars attractions are expected to be revealed next year. During the conversation with Variety co-editor in chief Claudia, she doesn't have a last Neither, name. No or phone. last name either. Okay. Iger noted how he he has repeatedly stressed to Abrams that the future of the franchise and the company's acquisition of Lucasfilm rides on the success of The Force Awakens out in theaters December 18, 2015. I kept telling J.J. Abrams, this is a $4 billion movie, Iger said, in reference to the Lucasfilm deal, not the actual budget of the film. We need to treat this very special. It's an unbelievable privilege and unbelievable responsibility to take a jewel and treat it in a way that is respectful of its past but brings it into the future. Okay,
0: then. <laughs> One of the things I like about Iger is he seems to not really worry about mm. saying stuff like this. In the past, you'd have Disney CEOs who'd be like, oh, we can't talk about, mm. you know, we bought the movie and maybe we'll do stuff and maybe we won't. Iger seems to come out full force and say, duh, we bought it, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do something with it and but it, it is- makes sense to put it in our theme parks now. I'm, I'm kind of
3: mixed on the um, the old versus new thing. Like, you know, I, I'm, not a, I'm not like looking forward to the new movie i I used to i used to have all the toys when i was a kid i you know they're probably melting in in my parents attic right now but i was a star wars fan then like if they came out with an attraction that was based on like some of the early movies i would appreciate it and i think some star wars fans i mean are you a star wars fan Oh yes, I Would you appreciate an old like attraction that was kind of based on like maybe I
0: don't know? Oh, I think many would.
4: Yeah. I don't even think there's a question about right.
0: that. Right, I
3: think so too.
0: Within so. the Star Wars fandom, and I am a Star Wars fan, there are actually people who not only like the old versus the new or the new versus the old. They're within encapsulated within those stories.
3: Right, right. let say
0: this particular episode was the, or, this was the best, or this was the best, or this was the best. So people relate to those moments in time that Star Wars really spoke to them, but. Well, I it think did say
4: that we might have something from the old, right? But they were just going to well, focus on the new? I think they're the spanning one? it,
3: but okay. you know, I think they're waiting until the new so one comes the out. I if, if they is,
4: didn't incorporate any of the old, I would think that was a misstep.
0: Yeah. The question is, does you know, um, Star Tours completely change, or do they
5: just integrate? Well, that's right now the big rumor. I didn't listen to this story, so it might have mentioned it in there. I apologize. It's nothing personal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even
0: while she was reading it?
5: You didn't listen yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, I was all listening to it.
0: Well, she I has either. it in like... 26 (laughs) fonts.
5: That's great. You can read it from there. I can read it from there. 22. Well, the biggest rumor is that Star Tours is going to be integrated with scenes. Um, that ha- are from The Force Awakens, so it's not gonna take away any of the scenes that are in there now, but they're gonna add to it, and that's, what, like, that's why the motion uh, simulator technology is so big, and that's why Universal put such a heavy emphasis on using it, because it's easily updatable. Mm-hmm. They just have to enter in those new scenes into the programming, and then all of a sudden, you can be going from one adventure to something in The Force Awakens, and all it took was a little video editing. So I, I think it's uh, without a doubt that they're going to put it in there. That's why they designed it in this system that they could always constantly update it. So I,
3: I think, like for me, I, I think on the on the flip side is that like as a Disney fan, I think it would force me to go see these new sh- these new movies. Like mm-hmm. when Harry Potter, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened, I w- I went to the event. I can't go to the event without seeing the movie. So I had like a, you know. I went and bought them all. Watched them all before there before I went, just so I can understand could what was going on. Right. And I think that could have like uh, an effect too for Disney fans. Like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Let me go watch the movie.
2: Now, when Disney does this, I mean, I know how they usually plan things, but for something like this, do you think they would go to the fan community and ask them what they would like to see? Absolutely not. This-
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. I think Disney's going to look at this movie and see how well it does in the box office and then judge accordingly how much should be integrated in the parks. We'll see We'll see characters in the parks and we'll see something added to Star Tours, but if this is the blockbuster that they're hoping for, you may see, as they do the whole Star Wars expansion and MGM, something related to this movie as opposed to yeah. other movies.
5: Now, if they cared about the fan community and the Star Tours that's there now, you wouldn't have like the Naboo scene and at Star Wars weekends, you wouldn't see Princess Amidala and an older Luke's or older Anakin Skywalker walking around like these characters just wouldn't be there because Star Wars fans hate those characters.
2: Okay, so mm. still have to watch the movie. but oh, goodness okay. gracious! Movie <laughs> still have to watch. Have you seen any of them? No, just bits and pieces. Oh my, here and there. My kids have. I not have. Not even the black and white version. No, of the forties. <laughs> no, colorized. Not, not the original version. No. No, nope, I haven't seen any of them.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right, thank you for reading the news, Kathy. I You're appreciate welcome. you doing it this week. We're going to move on to our Caption This from last week. Do we have a picture yeah, up? There one. we go. This is a um, picture of Pete at his birthday celebration on board the Disney Magic with Goofy. Mm. Uh, Chuck Gindra writes, Goofy takes a few moments to explain AARP benefits oh to Pete.
4: <laughs> and that was the last we ever heard from Chuck.
0: Really? George Thomas writes, finally, you found out what was in the damn lakes. And our last one, I have to switch screens because when it came to me, it was all jumbled up and I couldn't read what it said. So give me one second. Keep reading this one over and it's over. A, now. It's on the screen oh, okay. in front of you
5: if you can see it.
0: I, Pete was surprised to see the results of Kathy's facial at the spa. And this is from ah. Alex.
2: Okay, then. Who was this? I don't
0: really know Alex. what that means, to be honest with you. Does that mean that when you. It means came out that's of spa, what she look looked like
1: after the spa? After
0: her spa treatment. Alex. Oh, and Alex is a woman, apparently.
1: Yeah.
0: See what happens when I can see the screen? It completely changes how things go alright thank you everybody for participating in the caption this uh, we're not doing one for next week because again we are going to be on hiatus so we were not going to keep mentioning that over and over again you think that means anything um, so let's move on to rapid fire can I just go around the table Craig or do you have them loaded in a certain way
5: just like we always do it
0: alright we're going to start with Kathy then
2: Oh, okay. You can now purchase tickets through your My Disney Experience app. So if you're in the park and you want to buy another day ticket or you're at home and you want to buy your tickets to, to link them, you can instantly link them. So,
1: If you don't have slow Wi-Fi. Can I do my annual pass, redo it on there?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I <guess. laughs>
1: they we didn't know. say that in the okay. article. Okay, I was just wondering because one's coming too.
0: I haven't tried it i haven't looked at it so i don't know okay, exactly what's available but i was wondering you know that's i guess that's great if you decide you have to do that last minute ticket purchase i don't know how many people do that to be honest with you that yeah, seems it's like yeah, crap it i'm seem- here right i <laughs> need a <laughs> ticket yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you kathy let's move on to jenny lynn
4: okay um, my rapid fire is that tusker house is getting character meals so Starting March 8th, you're going to have Donald's Safari Breakfast, and there's also going to be a character lunch. Uh, Donald and Daisy will feature, and other characters will be joining them. So this is all African-flavored type food in the animal kingdom, one of my favorite places to eat, actually. And um, that place somewhat easily accommodates um, special diets. Uh, Just the cuisine kind of lends itself to that. So. um,
0: One of the
3: characters.
4: How many?
0: That's what I wonder. Oh, oh we know Donald and Daisy Donald for and sure. Donald and Daisy are in. Do you think they're serving duck? Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, that oh. would be great. Oh. I think it's great that Daisy's going to be there. You don't N- see hardly...
4: her pop up that much. She's there'll very other, rare.
0: There'll be other characters for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that. there oh, will be. Oh, yeah, it's be. not
4: going to be just yeah. them, but yeah. they're going to be it's the, probably the main what's-her-name that's retiring.
0: May May it <laughs> She's going <laughs> to be serving
1: juice. She's going to be
4: serving juice
2: at Tusker House.
0: You know, there'll be filler characters there, you know.
2: They always say characters subject to change. So whoever doesn't have something to do that day, they'll let them go to Tusker House. But that's okay. Yeah. Because it keeps
1: it fresh and new, right? Mm -hmm.
0: But I think it's great to see Donald and Daisy. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: I think it's nice that they have a permanent place to meet guests. Thank you, Miss Jenny Lynn.
4: You are very welcome. Miss
0: Teresa.
1: Okay, since I was a last-minute substitution for Kevin
4: here, <laughs> you
0: are. You get tag me in. <laughs> Called tag me in to
1: play. Yeah, I really didn't have one, but I'm going to talk about the Italian restaurant Marinas, which is right next to the Welcome Center. I've eaten there every day this past week, kind of working my way through the menu, and the Italian panini is awesome. Any of the paninis come with French fries, which are fried with fresh rosemary, oh. and oh my, it's really good. It comes with a green mayo. It's really good. And the carbonara is good. The ravioli is homemade and fresh. It's really good too. And the cannolis come in two sizes: a little teeny one that doesn't do anything for me, or the full-size one. There's a, a drop. There's the <laughs> a drop. So anyway. Is it in walking distance? <laughs> it walks right out the door and right over. To the, yeah, the it's right r- next door.
0: The cuban place. The cuban place is gone.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, really? Oh no! I could knock on that wall and say, "Baby, I'm coming over. Have the cannoli ready." <laughs> and yeah. I'm, you
4: know, the things yeah, that Teresa says that could. If it were taken out of context. That's what
1: Gino said yesterday. He's like, man, we need
4: a little window. I just
0: best the it. And how long are you taking for lunch every day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not long, because usually they bring me the food, and I just eat. And so how I'm long does it take right-
0: them to bring you the food? Not long We're going to add them up. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, you know, it's convenient. So I'm not taking a long lunch, see?
0: So. Excellent. And what are the prices that's like? Great.
1: Prices, they have daily specials, and the specials, for lunch, are really good. I've got a twelve-inch panini with fries for like eight bucks, which isn't bad. That did it for you. Yeah, that was a, yeah. That day I couldn't have the cannoli because the panini yeah. was so big. But anyway, <laughs> but no, dinner meals run around twelve fourteen dollars. So.
0: Such children at this <laughs> <know. We're> <laughs>
1: right. day Sorry. So anyway, yeah, I recommend it highly.
0: Do they do lunch and dinner? They
1: do lunch and dinner. Open till seven oh. in the evening. Yeah, it's I good. thought the Cuban place was doing good. No, he disappeared during the summer, and huh. you know. Boarded up And, and comes huh. to Gino, So Did you ever get of... to The Preacher yet? Been to The Preacher Several times Yeah, yeah. It's The Preacher The Preacher's another New restaurant On down towards the port um, Down by Kelsey's Pizza It's also owned By Kelsey's Pizza And it's all weird Theming inside Like it's Some weird Day of the Dead church And they bring you Your <laughs> menu Or they bring you Your um, check In like an offering plate Like you're giving Your offer It's Yeah there's That's a pulpit new. And it's kind of I don't know. I, I'm a little uneasy going in there, but the food's really good. <laughs> it's great voodoo food. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's holy offerings. It's kind of bizarre, but
0: anyway, it's interesting. Excellent. All right. Check. Thank you, Teresa. Corey.
3: Information and artist renderings of the new Polynesian DVC property have been released. The newest DVC property, Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, are under construction. There will be 20 bungalows that will sleep up to eight guests each, reminiscent of the South Pacific the area is surrounded by a plunge pool overlooking the Seven Seas Lagoon, and we'll have a few. And we'll have a view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. There will also be 360 deluxe studios, the largest at Walt Disney World. That sleep five and connect to neighboring deluxe studios. The studios will have a split bathroom, one with a shower and sink, and one with a sink and tub shower. I think that's a misprint because there needs to be a toilet somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. there will be kitchenettes in the unit just
4: go lean off the balcony yeah. a, and another uh,
3: thing that um all dbc units are available when they are not um reserved by dbc members i love the plunge pool yeah idea. i think that looks that's neat. that's yeah. really I sitting think,
2: in there watching the fireworks that your own personal awesome. that's yeah.
3: that's wonderful
0: these uh units look really cool we had a chance to do a fireworks cruise and we asked the driver to go... Well, you wouldn't know this, streets because your boat broke down.
1: that trip. Okay, <laughs> I remember.
0: And we, we asked the boat driver to go up close and look at them from the water, and they looked really cool, and they have some really great sight lines to the fireworks. However, it feels to me like the people in the concierge rooms might be a little upset. It looks like think. we might be blocking their view mm-hmm. of the fireworks.
1: That doesn't make sense, but there's no other... But where they're sitting, they have to block the view, right?
0: It, yeah seems uncomfortable to me but one thing i
3: love i also love about the bungalow is that you're not sharing a wall so if you have loud kids or, yeah,
1: but, or your neighbors
3: voices
0: loud. echo off the water so would you have any <laughs> concerns about your kids being on that sort of balcony with the i need to see how high that rail is
4: i'm sure it's going to be plenty high yeah I, gonna have a chance from to the artist rendering
3: high. it doesn't look very high but I, i'm I'm fine with that yeah. now That
5: looks like a 6 year old In the picture And it looks like It's up to their <laughs> shoulders So
1: That's a six year old That's a toddler That's just, Standing on the yeah. railing I'm, I'm
5: ballparking it
0: Craig's superpower <laughs> Is to determine The Craig's age of children sort of From the Of
4: the rendering
0: <laughs> Very cool And how many Regular rooms are, How many studios Are there
3: uh, 360 studios That's
0: pretty good That's a lot So that'll work out well.
3: They're taking that with no toilets, just two showers.
0: (laughs) It's inconvenient. (laughs) They're taking that split bathroom idea from Disney Cruise Line, but also from the new Grand Floridian villas, which I think is an awesome idea. Mm -hmm. They sort of have this. I can't say it. The bathrooms can be opened either to be one big bathroom or they could be separated. Compartmentalized. Compartmentalized. That's the word I couldn't get out. So hopefully they'll take that same design and move them to the Polynesian. All right. Thank you, Corey, and we will move on to Craig, who uh, I don't even know has a rapid fire. I do. Uh,
5: I made one up at the last second. So uh, it's uh, it's holiday season, and uh, if you're going to Universal Orlando Resort over Christmas, you can find that information on the Diz Universal uh, site, and that's uh, universal.wdwinfo.com. Uh, everything that's happening at the parks, and then uh, all for the resorts, uh, Cabana Bay. Royal Pacific, Portofino, Hard Rock Hotel, they're all decorated uniquely. Cabana Bays is the best, but uh, go out. It looked awesome. It really did. Yeah, just go out and uh, check out to see what's happening. Maybe you'll want to go next year after seeing it. Anything
0: different this year than in the past? I know they do Grinchmas and uh, Harry Pottermas and... Spider-Man miss. they don't
5: do <laughs> harry potter miss um uh, they should they should but uh the the best thing that they changed this year uh it's it's all the same events the parade uh blues brothers christmas barney christmas which i've never watched uh Grinch miss. uh but the parade finally got a new soundtrack so if you've ever heard the old one it's just god awful uh yeah. it, it was absolutely horrible it's been but, replaced by Taylor swift i wish
3: <laughs> no,
5: <laughs> no it, it was replaced by something actually tolerable um so i got a video of that going up sometime as soon as i can find uh, a couple seconds to do it so uh is it that, pop, that pop
0: music or is it christmas music or it's what like is
5: this it? it's the old one was this song that was like it's a holiday and oh, then yeah. it like would go into just this stereo um not stereotypical uh just a you know cheap soundtrack music like like the ones you can buy the licenses for online um and now they actually added real christmas music in between this oh, weird pop song that they wrote just for the parade or something <laughs> that's but very I, Disney. I, I don't know details or anything but uh just, just what players. i heard um but no it, it's so much better and cabana bay is actually decorated for its first year that's a i'd like to go that's see that's a shot that. of the lobby that i did trying to be creative um I'm not. It,
0: do they keep all the right. theming of each resort with their decorations like Disney does? Or do they do a sort of a retro Cabana Bay well, Christmas? It,
5: yeah, they kind of keep it with how the actual theming of the resort is. So Cabana Bay, all the trees are uh, silver Some. and then uh, using like Cheap old decorations. Yeah. So, I mean, Just I wasn't like alive. House. In, I wasn't in alive in the retro. 60s, but I have a yeah. feeling that's what it, it looked like. It
0: was. That's grandma's there. house. Yeah. yeah.
5: and uh, I'm
0: sure you have Nickelodeon. I'm sure you know what, it, what things look what like in the you 60s. You weren't there in the 60s? I wasn't alive. I, I, wasn't
5: alive. I mean, I, I've seen the Nickelodeon stuff, but it's all in black and white, like Star Wars. So, I, <laughs> I've never been able to actually see the true colors. But then, you know, Royal Pacific, it's got a tree with fish on it because that's. That's Pacific That's fishy. Pacific-y, that's fishy. Um, Hard Rock has trees with instruments we'll because that's G-tars. what that theme I'm gonna is. I'm going to put
0: you on the spot. You've seen Disney do their resorts. Now you've seen them do their resorts. What do you think?
5: Uh, I mean, for me, like Wilderness Lodge and uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge having the giant tree right in the middle and decorations all around, that's still the highlight. But after that, I would say that uh, Cabana Bay for me, and then. Takes place over every other Disney Resort because I like stuff like Grand Floridian doing the the gingerbread house, but that's just not enough for me. That's just looking at one gingerbread house. This is there. There's a tree every like ten feet in this hotel. I mean, I wow. I think there was probably about fifteen or sixteen trees all around the lobby area and uh, over by the the food court. And the food court had. Uh, silver garland all over everything, so they really went all out, actually, trying to decorate as much as they could. Uh, They they could still do more, but uh, the rest of the Universal Resorts, they have the trees, but it's not overly done. I would say they're more on level with Disney, but for me, it's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, Tide, then Cabana Bay, then everything else.
4: You know, I think something else that's worth mentioning is Gaylord Palms at this point, because that hotel is decorated so eloquently at Christmas every
0: year they full full on they decorate every inch of that giant atrium lobby Mm -hmm. and of course there's ice over there Mm -hmm. which is a separate event a ticketed event but
4: and then they have that uh, show that they do isn't it it's for free every night correct get in your chair and you watch the musicians and the people swinging from you know the guy playing the drums in the air trapeze people whatever they are i don't know it's kind of crazy
5: yeah it's it's not fair to compare gaylord palms to any of the other resorts because they they're the absolute winner but for on property stuff yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah all right um thank you very much craig for your rapid fire that's actually going to do it for the show this week we are a little bit early So I'm going to put everybody on the spot, and we're going to finish up with a little bit of what we have planned for our holiday this year. And I'll start so you guys have a little bit of time to think about it. Kevin and I are planning a very low-key holiday. We're going to stay home this year and just sort of, yeah, I know we usually travel every year, right? So we're going to stay home and enjoy the puppies and enjoy our house and just sort of hang out and, you know, do low-key this year. And then we'll be in um, Epcot for New Year's this year for the first time in a very long time.
1: What's your go to Christmas me- movie?
0: My go to Christmas movie. Do you have one? Is, um,
1: Season wouldn't be complete without it.
0: Is um, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out,
1: A Christmas, oh, story. Christmas, story. A Christmas story. I have
0: to watch that every year. It was actually on the cruise.
1: Yep. So repeatedly. Every time i
0: watched it multiple times. <laughs> we watched, it, we watched times. it lots of times. Got a few minutes of it here and there. But my new favorite is actually Prep and Landing. Really? I think Disney's Prep and Landing is an incredible. Mm. new twist on a Disney story. So that's my go I haven't seen that one. Kathy, what about you guys? What are you doing for Christmas this year on the holidays?
2: Um, Most of it I'm going to be watching Katie working. You can go to there
0: and watch her work? No,
2: I just, you know, she'll be sending me emails. I'll be at home. She'll be working crazy hours. And um, in between, you know, like Christmas Day, I always go over to Magic Kingdom just to watch all the people come running in and,
0: What do you do? You go, like, super early Mm -hmm. and get a spot on the bench as Bob used to do? Yeah. Get a spot on a bench, get a hot chocolate or something, Mm -hmm. and then watch the crowd sort of pour in and then leave?
2: Yeah, and maybe ride a ride or two, but just to watch the excitement of the people come in. Because we used to go for Christmas when we lived up north, but now it's nice to to go in, see what you need to see, and then you can leave. What about New
0: Year's? Any plans for New Year's?
2: Um... Epcot. Going to Epcot. Mm -hmm. Excellent.
4: Yeah. Fun.
0: A lot of fun. Jalen, how about you?
4: Um, I'll be celebrating uh, with my kids on Christmas Eve. We'll do the whole big, you know, wake up in the morning, open presents, and they've got a really good present coming this year, so I'm very excited for them. And um, then Christmas morning, I send them off and they're going on a trip to go visit their grandparents in virginia and at some point that afternoon i'm traveling to some of my friends home alan and katie and then we're going to watch an ungodly amount of christmas movies (laughs) and then um for new years i'm going to be at epcot as well and um with a few friends and probably hopefully running into some of
0: you guys too do you guys Sounds have like a, the place to be? Do you guys have any Christmas traditions for opening presents? Is it one? We used to do one present Christmas Eve, which sometimes <laughs> might have been pajamas, and then Christmas Day was when oh, really? Santa came.
2: Yeah, we always Christmas Eve. We you got everything, and then Christmas <laughs> really?
0: Day. Yeah. Well, uh, since you know I've met Kevin, it's like Christmas Eve morning. Can we open presents? Can we open presents? Can we open presents? So we do it Christmas Eve. But as a kid growing up, it was always one at night. That,
3: that's what ours was. You get to pick out of the tree which one, the ones that were wrapped, you get to pick one and then the next one. There's
4: unwrapped stuff under the tree?
3: the next morning
1: thank you okay
4: (laughs) Um, well this year is going to be a new year for us because our family situation is a little bit different than it has been in years past so um, what we will do this year is wake up on Christmas Eve morning as if it was Christmas Day and everybody has to sit nobody can touch anything until everyone's ready and then we do (laughs) everything's ready like as in like you know if cameras ready
1: for the selfies what I'm sorry of
4: course of course (laughs) Duh. Um, No, but like, you know, Marco's a teenager. So, you know, if Margo's, if she's not up and in the room, well, then we all have to harass her until she can come And We're not going to open up presents without her. So everyone will be there. Then we do the stockings first. And usually we let everyone do stockings at the same time. And then after that, one of the kids gets appointed as the gift passer outer. And, um, so Get then they pick something from the tree and give it to whoever it belongs. And we open the presents one at a
0: time that way. Oh, well, you know, when one of us used to play Santa. Yeah. Right. used to call it play Santa. Very nice. Teresa.
1: Okay. Well, ours is, I'm still decorating. I'm almost done. And the baking begins tomorrow. Christmas Eve, we usually have family over. It could be in-laws, could be my sister, could be Walter, could be fr- friends that are in town. And we usually have a little finger food, just kind of munchy evening and chit-chatting around. Christmas morning, there's no presents Christmas Eve for my children. Oh, geez! No. Christmas morning, <laughs> um, when you wake up, you can get your stocking and see what Santa brought you in your stocking. But you don't touch the presents till everybody's up. Can you picture her with a stopwatch? Just <laughs> go. Yeah. and so And whoever, once again, we usually have company. On Christmas Day, so I'm doing the cooking and getting everything ready. We all do sit down and do presents, and it we've done we've changed it. If my sister's there and she's there this year, it'll be you open your gift, let's oo and all. Ah, you open your gift, let's oo and all. Ah. If she's not there, then it's like here's your gift. Everybody's throwing stuff, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now lying. see, that's
2: how ours was. It, yeah. It's like
1: you just had the mad frenzy, and then there we have paid. had years in the past when Max and Grace were a little, where my sister would. I and mean, she doesn't watch a show so it's not going to hurt her feelings would make you answer a question before you could open a gift. And oh if you God. didn't know the answer was you it like Was like math? Oh, it was like, like horrible... <laughs> trivia that you would oh, not know the answer. That's yeah. so stressful. It was very stressful and and if you didn't answer why right, you the got skipped. Christmas you game got round show. skipped. It's like okay, Jeez. you know, you know children crying because they didn't know the answer. <laughs> it was just really stressful. Very stressful.
0: Oh, well, please but, tell me you have home video.
1: <laughs> it was yeah, and they're all, you know, everybody's all dressed up and, you know. And then as the kids got older cuz Max was the first one to not want to come out of his room.
4: I feel like this should be morning. made into a movie. <laughs> and then
1: um, you know, we'd all wait for him, make him come out and everybody'd look all rough and you know. It was fun. And always eat whatever you want on Christmas Day. There's no you know, if you got canned in your stocking, go for it. I don't Does
0: care. do the cats get presents? Do they the do. Presents? They do. Our dogs get presents.
1: They too. get all kinds of gifts. Um I'm hoping Klaus's doesn't arrive today. You can see the package before, you know, I can wrap it. <laughs> But,
3: um hope it's not in the original package.
1: I hope not either, because that really bummed <laughs> me yesterday when that came in the original package. But no, the cats get gifts. They have stockings. And, you know, my husband
0: gets a gift, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some years we don't. You know, when you're first married, you know, you... You skip your own gifts. You find it you harder. Yeah. I,
0: we find it harder that we can't find something to buy the other person. Yeah. Because yeah. it's usually like, if I want something, I just do get, go get it. it. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens with yeah. us.
1: Yeah. And you think you know someone. I was going to get Kelvin tickets to see Fleetwood Mac when they come to town. And I am just kind of hitting around last night and he said, I hate concerts. I'm like, Ooh. oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who's Fleetwood Mac? You know? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, no, he knew. No. He knew. But he's like, I already saw him three times in the 70s. I don't need to shoot again. <laughs> okay. So now I'm back to square one. I don't know what I'm going to get. New Year's, I haven't. Plan that out yet I don't know if we're going to do Kelvin will be working Both holidays wow.
4: I've heard the place to be Is Epcot It is.
1: Yeah. I did it last year And it was a little there. over It was a little crowded
0: Yeah I'm, I'm not sure I'm looking forward to it Or scared of it this Yeah Because if
4: you
1: go too early Then you're tired Right But if you go too late You might not get in Right mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Well it's usually so... The Magic Kingdom I think that gets shut down No Epcot got shut yeah. down
2: One day Year's. I was yeah. the magic kingdom okay. always goes first but there's been times Epcot's closed yeah. too. So. All right, Corey,
0: what about you guys? What do you, New Christmas
3: Year's Day? Eve is pretty uh it's pretty consistent throughout uh, all the years we'll um we'll go to mass and then we'll come back and Christmas uh,
1: Eve or New Year's? You said New Year's.
3: Uh, no, Christmas Eve. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Eve we'll um we'll go to mass and then we'll come back and open one present. Um and then the next morning my my parents are coming in with my grandma, they fly in Christmas Day. My sister and her new husband Travis, they'll be they'll How be at the house Christmas. uh Christmas Day too and Pretty much the whole day we'll be cooking, and um, first thing we do is put on the Disney's Christmas Day Parade. We'll watch that. The um, and we pretty much just enjoy the kids playing with their stuff and putting stuff together. Yeah, 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 that's 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 really that's that's the fun part. And I kind of I'm
1: gonna miss that this year. Lots of missing screws and
3: stuff like that. That's what Christmas is about. We don't
1: have the you know. I'm still trying to buy toys, and there's no. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah,
3: we got, a, we got him a little riding Jeep, and it, it came in the original package with, with the picture on the side of it. Yeah. So I have a big old um, blanket over yeah. it. So I'm like, if I put it together, it's hard to hide it. Yeah. Right. So I'm keeping it in the box until, until the day before. But Christmas Eve, we always watch a Christmas movie. Um, That's the best. The two, my, our two go-to in our house is the uh, one is A Christmas Vacation, and It's a Wonderful Life.
4: That it's is, a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful yeah. life, and A Christmas Story are my go-to. Oh, Christmas, Christmas movies. in Connecticut, though.
2: I do not know. And what the, you're one white, that, Christmas. the one, a white Christmas, the white
1: Christmas, and the one that ticks my husband off every year, but I watch it is the Homecoming, which is like the original Walton's movie. And when she goes down to the basement and pulls out this cactus that's blooming in the dark, mm-hmm. oh, it's down here. Look what, you know. And, and, you know. Elf is hilarious, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah, we just
0: watched Christmas that the other night. I own that hilarious. one. And
3: what about New Year's, is just New Year's Eve for, uh, I mean, ever oh since, uh, it's, it's hard to find a sitter for New Year's. So we'll, you know, we'll put the kids down and
5: we'll probably get open a bottle of wine and watch the ball drop on TV.
0: Cool. And Craig, I know you guys are going away this year.
5: I am. Uh, so, if for New Year's, I will be at home watching a hockey game on New Year's Eve, uh, but then spending a whole bunch of time at home celebrating Christmas a little bit late. But uh, on Christmas Eve, I I plan on uh, this entire week being really mean and evil. So, on Christmas Eve, I'll be visited by three spirits and uh, wake up Johnny on... Johnny Walker. Yes, Johnny Walker, uh, Black Jim Red, Beam, Jimmy and... And then um, Jack Daniels. Jose, Jack Daniels, Jose, yeah. Jose Cuervo. <laughs> so the four, the four horsemen. And, uh, no, uh, so I, I'm just doing the uh, family things with Kylie for uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas day and probably working a little bit and then going home and, and then I'll be back next year. So nice and easy. Excellent. Excellent,
0: excellent. Great. Well, that'll do it for the show this week. I appreciate you guys participating. Um, I, want to say too that if you're not going to join us for our next segment that we will see you all next year in 2015 and again thank you for watching the diz unplugged now stop watching and stop listening and go away